Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got the top news stories from Israel for you today, and guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Wednesday, September 1st, 2021 in the Gregorian calendar and the 24th of Elul, 5781 in the Hebrew calendar. And that means that my parents are celebrating their anniversary today. It's been 30 years Last night, I was invited to a panel for an organization called Her Tel Aviv, and it was a women's only event. It was really, really awesome. It was great to be invited to speak. It may have been one of my first live speaking events. I've definitely spoken on Zoom, spoken to classes, spoken on podcasts, but it was pretty awesome to be invited on a live panel. I talked about the podcast, starting it, why I started it, and all that kind of stuff. It was really cool, and it was great to meet so many wonderful women living here in Tel Aviv and in Jerusalem. People came in from Jerusalem for it. So it was really awesome. Now, let's get to the news. Israel is opening the Gaza fishing zone to its full 15 nautical miles and even reopening the main commercial crossing known as the Karim Shalom crossing. This is all despite there have been ongoing violent border riots. The decision was approved by the Office of the Coordinator of Government Activities in the Territories. Typically, Israel, and Egypt for that matter, decide on opening or closing the borders depending on whether there's a risk of violence or not. As you may know, the 21-year-old border officer who was shot at by a Palestinian teen from Gaza succumbed to his injuries two days ago and died. The border and fishing off the border and fishing zone has not been fully open since the 11-day bloody fight between Hamas and Israel back in May. Israel is also going to be supplying 5 million cubic meters more water to Gaza, as well as adding on between 2,000 and 7,000 work permits for Gazans to enter Israel to do business. Israel is under major pressure from the U.S. to make humanitarian gestures toward Gaza and Gazans living in the Gaza Strip. Prime Minister Naftali Bennett met with U.S. President Joe Biden just under a week ago in the White House. The United Nations Special Coordinator for the Middle East Peace Process, named Tor Wenisland, is calling for a full investigation into a heinous story that is just coming to my attention now. According to the report, on August 17th, a 15-year-old Palestinian boy was attacked in the northern part of the West Bank when a group of local Israelis kidnapped him, tied him to a tree, and assaulted him, cutting and burning him. He says that he expects the authorities to do a thorough and transparent investigation, that's the Israeli authorities, that is, to make sure the perpetrators are held accountable. This all happened at a New York Council convention that meets monthly to discuss the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. The young man says he was in a field with friends when he heard Hebrew screaming. He ran, was apparently hit by a car, then picked up by the Israelis, tied to a car, blindfolded, and then tied to a tree... He says he begged to be let go. The IDF says the incident took place after reports of stone throwing came to them from came to them in their office from the area. The IDF showed up on the scene, cleared it, separated it, brought down the fight, took the 15 year old Palestinian in their vehicle back to his family. He was not conscious in the car and he arrived to his family. They took him to a local hospital to be treated. 
Three Palestinians are being celebrated for saving a Jewish woman who was stoned near a city of Hebron in the West Bank just yesterday. So that's Tuesday. Ynet reports that the 36-year-old mother of six was driving toward Kiryat Arba, which is a city near Hebron, when a group of men attacked her car with stones. She says she was driving when she found herself on the opposite lane with strong pain and blood flowing out of her head. She says it's a miracle that there were not other cars on the road when she found herself on the other side. When she came back to consciousness, she found a large stone on her foot inside of the vehicle. Then she drove herself back onto the proper side of the road. Three Palestinian men approached her car. One said he was a doctor. The other said that his Palestinian cell reception would be better than hers, so he would be the one to call emergency services. And the other stood by for comfort. All three men waited until Magen David Adom emergency services came. The woman laments that the cell reception for Israeli lines is not strong enough in the area. Foreign Secretary Harsh Vardan Shringla addressed the United Nations Security Council for Middle East peace processes and says that he is pushing for a two-state solution now and a final end to violence between Israel and Israelis and Palestinians. He says there needs to be more high-level dialogue on this topic. He also says India is greatly concerned by the recent escalation in the Gaza Strip, which once again underscores the fragility of the ceasefire and the urgent need for addressing the underlying causes that have triggered the escalation. He commented on ongoing violence in the West Bank and diplomatically referenced Sheikh Jarrah, which is the Arabic neighborhood name, where he says he understands the legal challenges in that case, which involves organizations that claim that they own the land where Palestinians have raised their families for generations in the houses. It's a private legal dispute with a neighborhood in East Jerusalem. He says that he's urging parties to refrain from unilateral measures that undermine the viability for a two-state solution. Thank you to Indian correspondent Yogesh Kumar for bringing this story to our attention from India. As Israel is doing a third round of vaccinations for the country, they also have a new rule. Foreigners will not be exempt from quarantine unless they get their third shot here in the Holy Land. The rule starts on Friday. Apparently, the rule comes as a clarification to a statement that was put out just a couple days ago, saying fully vaccinated people entering the country would not have to do a whole quarantine. Now the government is demanding people from abroad triple vaccinate in order to get that benefit. Those who have had two shots of the vaccine would only have to quarantine 24 hours until they get a negative PCR test. But now they are asking for people to also get that third shot. The Jerusalem Post has a follow-up story about the 3,000 Jews who are waiting on letters from the Israeli government to certify that they can come into Israel. My family tried to visit me in August, and the government did not reply to the request of my mother, sent my twin sister's letters of acceptance, but sent them three days after their flight had already departed without them on it. In order to enter Israel as a non-citizen now, you must get explicit approval from Border Patrol. If you are getting caught up on your Israel Daily News, send over a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News slash support. Subscribers will get a handwritten thank you note and a little poem that I come up with myself to let you know how thrilled we are to have your support. Thank you for your interest in being up to date on Israeli affairs. Israeli politics are world politics. We have one central link in the show notes, which you can click on, and it'll take you to the page where you too 
can make a contribution and feel good knowing that you are supporting independent journalism. You can find us at israeldaily.news. You can also see the link in the show notes. Click the three dots. You can also release a review on Apple Podcasts, and you can share the show with a friend. Also, I encourage you to follow us on social media at israeldaily.news, as well as Shanafold. My name has two N's in it, and I'm very sensitive about that. An announcement for the avid Israeli hikers, which, by the way, I love hiking. Israel has some great trails, especially the Israel National Trail, which I would love to one day do from start to finish. The internet says that it takes 45 to 60 days, but I've heard people needing three months to get it done. It runs the whole gamut of Israel from north to south. Well, the news today is that after 26 years of being open, the trail is now going to start at Tel Hai instead of Kibbutz Dan, and that is to help keep people safe. The Society for Protection of Nature in Israel says hikers were getting too close to highways and roads. The trail has been shortened by 13 kilometers. If anyone has done this trail or plans to do it, reach out to me because I have questions. I've walked through parts of it, hiked parts of it, but I've never done the whole thing. Who has time for a two-month hike? I mean, who could take off for a two-month hike? Seems kind of crazy. All right, well, that is it for today's show. Today is Wednesday, September 1st, 2021. Tel Aviv has a low of 24 degrees Celsius and a high of 31 degrees. That's 76 degrees Fahrenheit going up to 87 degrees. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. I'm going to send you off today with Flying High by Erica Crawl. I don't know about you, but I need some effort and motivation. I need to feel like I'm flying high today. So I am going to play that song for us. Have a great and productive day. Fly